Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Thank you, Jay, and greetings to everyone. I am so glad you've joined me today. In a busy world, taking time to study the Word of God is commendable, and we appreciate everyone who chooses to tune in to the International Gospel Hour. Let's study today about the life of Christ and His work by considering a text from John 9, beginning with verse 1. Now as Jesus passed by, He saw a man who was blind from birth, and His disciples asked Him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned? this man or his parents, that he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. For as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated, sent. So he went and washed, and came back seeing. What a beautiful story in the life of Christ. A lesson is taught, responsibility is put forth, and we see God as the answer in the life of this blind man. Some quick lessons from the very outset of this study. Notice the question in verse 2 and the answer in verse 3. The question, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Many, many times we spend countless hours trying to get an answer or trying to figure out something that really is not a necessity for one's spiritual growth, but it actually can be a block toward that growth. Jesus got to the crux of the matter. It is not the parents or the boy who sinned, but rather what God can do in their lives. Imagine what Jesus did in verses 6 and 7 with saliva and dirt. A mud application was done. Did this do the trick? Well, no, because Jesus told him to go wash. Well, did the waters of Siloam offer something special? No. According to the historian Josephus in his day, the waters were noted as sweet and abundant, but nothing stands out as far as a special water to heal. Quite simply, the man did what Jesus asked. Jesus performed this miracle in the life of this man to establish faith in this man that he was the Christ, the Son of God. We know that from John 9, 35-38. Deity is put forth again as is in every chapter of the book of John. You see, it wasn't the mud nor the waters. Jesus used those, but the man did what Jesus asked. If he had went to wash in another pool, he would have still been blind. If he looked up and said, well, I don't think washing is necessary for me to see, 
he still would have stood there and been blind. But he simply did what Jesus asked. And when we do what Jesus asks, it's very easy. For example, when Jesus said in Mark 16:16, 16, 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Well, dear friends, if that's what it's going to take, that's what I need to do. When Jesus said in John 8:24, Except you believe in me, you shall die in your sins. Well, I need to do simply what Jesus asked. However, with our lesson text of John chapter 9, 1 through 7, I want us to note verse 4 for the remainder of our time as we study the working Christ. So many times we do not look upon Christ and His approach to work, or as we would say His work ethic, but yet His statement in verse 4 puts forth His purpose, and to us it brings forth a pattern. John 9, 4, I must work the works of Him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. Let's consider that text today as we look at the working Christ. But first, our J. Webb has some good thoughts for you, dear friends. J. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. Please go and peruse our website. Hit the Contact tab and leave us a message, or the Survey tab and let us know where you hear our programs. Please check out the Free tab as well for a variety of materials you may use in your studies. Again, that's internationalgospelhour.com. And now, let's return to our study. And we hope you will enjoy your visit to our website. Thanks again, Jay. Let's talk about the work of Christ. From John 9 and verse 4, in the work of Christ, we see His obligation. Jesus said, I must. Immediately we see the urgency of the working Christ. In Acts 10 and verse 38, Peter spoke of Christ and said how he went about doing good. As a young man, in Luke 2 and verse 49, Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. As an adult, once again we see his text in John 9 and verse 4, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. And the night before he passed, Jesus prayed in John 17:4, To the Father, I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Dear friends, we see Jesus here bringing forth his purpose, but for us it is a pattern. There must be urgency in our work. In Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 10, the first part, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with all thy might. This reflects Colossians 3 and verse 24, that whatever we do in word or in deed, we do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There must be urgency in our work. There must be urgency in our response to Jesus Christ. When we know what we need to do for Christ and for God, when we know we need to obey the gospel of Christ, when we know what we need to be about doing, we must be reminded of the work of Christ and His obligation as a purpose and to us allow the pattern to be, I must. Second, in the work of Christ, let's see His object. Notice He says, I must, and now His object, work the works. Let's talk about work. You know, James chapter 2, beginning with verse 4, talks about faith that works. So many times we call that chapter faith and works. But James talks about a faith that works. 
our works must show our faith. And a faith that works makes the difference. Someone may simply say, well, I believe in Christ. But should one fail to do anything about that belief, what would it profit them? James brings forth that question and answer in James 2 and verse 14, James 2 and verse 17, and James 2 and verse 20. James 2.19 says, The devils also believe and tremble. You see, they are not responding with works or obedience of faith. In John 12.42, it is of interest that the Bible says, Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Well, dear friends, if they failed to move on their belief, what good would it do? Take, once again, the man in our text, when Jesus put that mud application, if you will, on his eyes, and Jesus told him to go wash in the pool of Siloam, he believed what Jesus said, but he had to respond to those words in which he believed. Works are not what a man does to be saved. I could do all the good works in the world, and it would not save me. But, dear friends, works are what a saved man does because it expresses his faith in Christ. And that's James chapter 2. In the work of Christ, let's see his overseer. I must work the works, now watch, of him that sent me. Should not one's labors be a commission from God? For him and to please him and for his glory? Jesus refers to the Father more than 100 times in the Gospel of John. And there is no question that it is of the Father that Jesus was to serve and to do these things. Remember from John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He sent His Son into the world. Romans chapter 5.6-10 And the same is true today that we must do the works of Him that sent me. Or we must be doing the works of God. Jesus said in Matthew 5.16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We need to make certain that our lights are shining. In the work of Christ, see His opportunity. He said, While it is day. Jesus used the comparison of light and darkness often. He did this in John 11.9-11 and John 12.35. And a thought here, and I love this quote, the word day here represents life, and darkness represents death. Should one not take advantage of the opportunities before that one may see the best choice? Dear friends, as we think on these things, well, let's pause here and listen to our J. Webb as he has a free offer to help us in our studies. Dear friends, the International Gospel Hour not only offers a free Bible study course by mail, but our friends at World Bible School offer an online study if you prefer. It is absolutely free. All you do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. That is a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, back to Jeff. In the work of Christ, we see his obstacle. The night cometh when no man can work. Continue the thought of darkness representing death. There will come a time when one can work no more. 
and two things to think about as we think of death or of the night coming. Have we laid up for ourselves treasures in heaven, Matthew 6, beginning with verse 19, or have we focused more on the things of the earth, Luke 12, 16 through 21? May the work of Christ as His purpose be a pattern for us to think on these things. So, dear friends, with that being said, let's continue our studies together, shall we? Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.